Welcome to Maximal Being, a podcast devoted to ditching fad diets and using real science to get you healthy and feeling great. I'm Doc Mock, a GI and functional medicine doctor who harnesses the power of gut health to get you achieving your goals. And I'm Jackie P, a well-informed layman who challenges the experts and asks the questions that you want. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button or leave a comment. And now, on to the show. It's, yeah, it's incredible just to think about the, the progression and where society and just where medicine is going um, in evolution and studying, you know, how, you know, cannabis and CBD and THC and CBN and all these different cannabinoids can, you know, one, help folks and patients drastically, right? Mm -hmm. um, you know, there, there was, uh, you know, my wife had a student once upon a time when she first went that similar. I don't think it was the same illness, but he suffered from seizures and they started CBD uh, drop. And I mean, it literally, I think he just basically made, made, had one or two seizures per month. So, you know, it's, it's just incredible to see that, you know, we're starting to learn more and see more and use more mm -hmm. um, of cannabis, you know, in, in, in medicine, but we do have to take a quick break. But yeah. we've been talking here with Barbara, and uh, we'll be right back after this message. What's going on, Maximal Beings? It's Doc Mock here. Many of you are returning to the gym now, but some are not going back. Regardless of what you plan, Rogue has got the right gear to fit your needs. I personally own a barbell set and love it. The black op shorts are sweat resistant and flexible for getting deep in your squats. Head on over to MaximalBeing.com Rogue for our referral link. Order three items and they ship for free. And as usual, it's Doc Mock, and I'm here to maximize your pathway to wellness. If you're stuck at home and cannot make it to the grocery store, delivery may be the best way to stay clean and healthy. Instacart is the national leader in the direct-to-home delivery service. With numerous major chains and food from smaller stores, you can get those local veggies sent directly to your doorstep. Head on over to MaximalBean.com slash Instacart and maximize your nutrition today. Hello, 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 hello. It is I, Jackie P, uh, with uh, Doc Mock here, my co-hostess with the Mosis with the high and tight hairdo, yeah. looking fantastic. Uh, we've been talking with, uh, oh, you're welcome, as always. Uh, we've been talking with Barbara about just, I mean, the wide, almost seems limitless, boundless applications of CBD and THC and, and just cannabis, you know, you know, as a whole. And, you know, I wanted, you know, you did touch on it, Barbara, and I, I kind of wanted to back up and talk about, because, you know, I know that there are, you know, there have been no deaths tied to cannabis, right? No one's ever overdosed on cannabis, right? And all these folks are having all these wonderful benefits, but um, I always am curious about, you know, the different, you know, we talk about vitamin E, vitamin E acetate, right? All the different ways that folks can introduce uh, THC or CBD or cannabis in general into their body, right? There's vaping. I mean, there's, there's, you could just roll it up and smoke it, right? You can, there's pills, right? So can you like walk us through a little bit of just the different applications and maybe if there's one way better than another for, you know, specific you know, ailments, I suppose. Sure, sure. And you do really have to tailor because the bioavailability 
in the different routes of delivery and then basically how much of it you actually get are different. Um, I am a big fan of layering medicines and I'll explain to you what I mean by that. But let's just look at it. There is flower or bud um, that is in the dispensaries. You know, it, they look like the little tops of cannabis plants and, and generally they come in eights. Um, they don't sell ounces in Pennsylvania that I am aware of. You can get several ounces in, in Maryland, but, you know, and every state is completely different and you cannot bring product across the state lines. You cannot bring seeds across the state lines. You can't share strains across the state lines at this point. So that we can address in a minute. So the bud and smoking it is um, probably the way that's the most familiar for people. And that basically is you grind up a little bit of that green flour and you put it in a pipe or you put it in a joint and you light it. And when you ignite that, that is at 660 degrees approximately. Okay, so I just I, I we want to talk about what's good for your lungs and what isn't. People who are already smokers and have always smoked cannabis, I really don't ever try to dissuade from that. But I am a nurse and I've been a nurse for so long and I've seen lung cancer and that sort of thing. And so I always I never say, why don't you try to smoke? But if they want to smoke, then that's fine. And I'll, I'll help them understand how to do that. We already know factually that cannabis leaves are not as detrimental to lungs as um, tobacco leaves. So that's that's a piece that's really good news. 660 degrees is pretty hot for your lungs. And so if people don't have a strong preference for a smoking bud, then I, su I will suggest that they, if they still want to smoke, then they use a vape pen. And the reason you do either of those is because upon smoking it, it's almost instantly, but well within 15 minutes and it will work for you. So it takes a very short period of time. <laughs> The vape pens are interesting. You go anywhere from 130 degrees to 380 degrees with a vape pen, and some of them you can adjust the heat. And so the other thing is that is not smoke. That is mist or vapor. And so it's different. It still can make you cough. And I'll put in a plug here. I always say this, and God, God knows we all love Cheech and Chong, right? But nobody ever has to inhale like that. <laughs> nobody. <laughs> Um, very funny, but you know, you pull in so much, it does two things, totally waste your product because all you do is cough it right back out and really hurts your throat. So God love them. They don't have a good depiction of how you should, in fact, um, smoke cannabis. And in fact, you should just think about using a straw and pulling in a little bit of liquid of any kind of liquid. That's all you need. Um, and that really makes your product go much further. Because a whole mouthful of smoke is not going to get you any more high or effects than a little tiny one. And you have to wait 15 minutes, take a couple of hits, wait 15 minutes and see what you feel. If you just keep hitting and hitting and hitting and hitting again, you're you're um, wasting product and money, I might say. So um, I always think of Cheech and Chong when I'm talking about smoking and, and, you know, I've loved all of their movies like everybody else has, but it's a poor depiction of how you should be using cannabis. So those are the two that are very fast acting um, that if you wake up in pain um, and somebody is comfortable with smoking or using a vape pen and somebody wakes up with pain, I have them use a vape pen before they get out of bed, right before they get out of bed. Rest again, close your eyes for 15 minutes, and generally you'll feel much better when you get up. Um, I'm going to tell you how I combine them in a minute. The other route of delivery that is very popular are is oils or tinctures. 
Um, again, they work very quickly, usually 20 to 30 minutes. You t- they're drops in an eyedropper. You put them underneath your tongue and you try and hold them there for 30 to 45 seconds. I have difficulty with that. I'm a hypersalivator if I have anything under my tongue. So I end up swallowing it, which means that it's not going to work for an hour and a half if I've swallowed it and it's down in my gullet. But most people can hold it for a little period of time and it works really well for them. And it gets absorbed through the mucous membrane. So it's much faster than if it's absorbed through skin or um, um, digestively. And it also works well. And then what I will often do with people who are used it before they've gotten up, they do a tincture again before they get out of bed and let that start working. And at the same time, I have them use a half a gummy and I always start with a half or a quarter and see if it works, because if a half works for you, why would you pay for a full gummy? Right. I I feel that you have to be very physically responsible in this in this arena as well. So gummies, edibles, any edible that goes through your digestive system will go through the liver, will become metabolized. And it does take between an hour Some people are short acting and it's an hour, but I've always um, noted about an hour and a half. And there are some people that don't feel any effects for two or three hours. And that's where people get into trouble with edibles. The thing that you have to teach people with edibles is if you take one and it doesn't work, don't take another. Because what happens is you'll have it rolling on top of each other. This one will start to work and then that one starts working and people get really freaked out. And that brings me to a comment. You said there's certainly been no recorded deaths, but it can make you feel really crappy if you get a hold of it. And what you have to do is either you want to sit down, um, watch a movie, get absorbed in something, go to sleep is a really good anecdote. Hydrate out, you know, as much as you can get in and that will sort of mitigate some of your your side effects. And you can feel horrible um, if you have too much. Um, We're going to talk about sativas and indicas in just a few minutes. And there's a reason why you feel bad with one and maybe not so much with the other one. So then you so you have your smoking, your vaping, your tinctures. And I will say that you want a tincture that has some lipids in it, some fat in it, some oil in it. And the reason for that is THC in particular is lipidemic. And so it will not metabolize without it. So there was a lot of Um, consternation about alcohol tinctures and that sort of thing, but you really need some oil there somewhere, just like vitamin D, E, A, and K. You need to have oil in order to really make them be able to be metabolized. All right. Once you've gotten through those and in edibles, there are cookies, brownies, any, anything that you can cook with. There are butters, there are sugars, there are um, sweet tart like products. There's just the regular gummies that um, taste really good. Obviously, you keep them far, far, far away from children. Um, There are sport drinks. Um, There's some CBD sport drinks that a lot of people in my previous dispensary um, always use for recovery after exercise, always use for recovery. They use pour half of a tube inside a bottle of water and they would use that for exercise recovery. So you go through those and then there are an entire um, line of compounds, creams, Um, there's a Vaseline like cream. And I'll tell you a little anecdotal story that my husband had shingles and you guys are a little young for this, but you've heard how bad shingles are, I'm sure. And some of the most excruciating pain that you can come upon. It is on a list of diseases that are called suicide diseases that people actually would prefer to not live rather than continue to live with the pain. And my husband had a very bad case, right side of the face, um, got his right eye. 
but his eyebrow was so painful and so itchy that he was actually digging it out by the follicles. It was really horrible and nothing he tried worked. And I brought him some cannabis cream by a company called um, Verano. And he put one little dab on that very much like a thick kind of Vaseline, put it on his eye instantaneous gone. And um, he, I think he really thinks that it, caused him to sort of make it through the really acute stage of of shingles. Now, it only lasts about 45 minutes, as do many of the topicals. So when we've got creams or lotions or the compounds or the Vaselines, um, they only last about 45 to 50 minutes. And this is true of a lot of cannabis products, and I'll mention one other in a minute. Um, But so you rub those on the place it hurts. And you really get some good relief. I've, um, um, I, during my last dental procedure, which lasted nine days instead of one, um, I actually put it on the part of my face that was hurting on the inside and it really helped me, really helped me a lot. So that was, um, that's a, they're really good products. You have patches, you have what's, um, transdermal patches and transdermal patches are, um, just like there's nitroglycerin patches. There are, um, estrogen patches. There's a huge, that's, this is a big line in the pharmaceutical world and the patches are actually impregnated with, um, with medicine. You put it over, unlike some of the other products in the pharmaceutical world, a cannabis patch, you want to put either on your wrist or the top of your foot or any other place that you've got big whopping veins right there. Cause you want it to be close to something that's really vascular because it's picked up and it does go through the bloodstream and don't ever let anybody kid you that this will not, if it's a THC patch, this will show in your urine. If you, and, mm-hmm. and we'll talk a little bit more about that. Cause that's what my thesis is on. So um, the, the patches are wonderful. And then I mentioned we in, um, Maryland, and actually you could do this legally in Pennsylvania too. Um, patients will use either vaginal or rectal suppositories. Um, the rectal suppositories we most often use for um, the, the belly diseases, the Crohn's, the IBD, the IBS, but also I have patients who use them for prostate cancer. And I don't know if it cured the prostate cancer, but I know his PSA numbers went down. He, I mean, he brought me his lab work every week and he goes, look at this. And his PSAs were going down. Um, that may be because what he put in his um, suppositories, because you have to make them yourself. There's none on the market yet. He may have put in RSO, and I'll explain to you what that is in just a minute. We use vaginal suppositories. And people with um, endometriosis have had some great success with this. Um, excruciatingly painful, especially during, you know, depending on the cycle that you're in. And um, I have one pretty close friend who told me about using them and she had three surgeries prior to this and she hasn't had any issues afterwards. There are oils. And this is a funny story, especially, you know, um, Valentine's Day is coming around the bend here. So one company in Maryland put out um, intimacy oil. Let's call it that. So, you know, a lot of guys came in and bought it during like Valentine's season. It was going to be part of the little package. And they thought, you know, this was going to be a great time tonight. And about three months later, I had a whole group of women come in and say, I lubricate a tampon with this oil and I have never had another menstrual cramp. So, um, you know, just like all of the pharmaceutical products that you bring it out for one thing. 
And then you have to take it back to the FDA for another, the most notable being Viagra, of course, which was an antihypertensive. And then people noticed side effects from that that they liked. <laughs> and so they took it back to the FDA and got it reapproved as an uh, erection dysfunction, erectile dysfunction drug. Um, but there's a lot of them. Neurontin's another one. It's a seizure drug, but it's not used for seizures very much anymore. It is used for um, uh, pain, um, also called gabapentin. But I, f- I find, and you may find this also, every patient that walks in the door is on Neurontin for one thing or another, um, which I, I think is sort of interesting. It seems to be the flavor of the month. So um, we have those. The intimacy oil was one more thing. I'm sorry, my um, computer did something funny here. And then, um, you know, the, I, I'm wondering, I think that's probably the breadth of product types um, there are some other drinks. We have energy drinks and that sort of thing. You see beer on the market now um, that has cannabis in it. Um, some of it, I feel, is a little bit gimmicky. Um, I haven't tried them, so I, you know, I can't swear to the gimmick of it. But um, I know that people are sort of cashing in on the concept. And I think that that doesn't help the um, industry at all. Paleo, keto, vegan, and carnivore. Maybe you've tried them all, but did you have success? Are you still doing that diet? Turns out there's not just one diet right for one particular person. By understanding how your body works and the relationship behind your body's workings and these diets, you can then approach the perfect plan for you. In the Perfect Human Diet course, we talk to you about your body's inner workings and the pros and cons of each plan. We discuss how our ancestors ate and have eaten and lay a framework to tailoring a plan that is perfect for you. To learn more about the Perfect Human Diet course, head to MaximalBeing.com courses to find out more. And as always, I'm Doc Mock, and I'm here to maximize your health. You cannot supplement your way to health but there are things that we need to add to our lives that can maximize our pathway to wellness. The American diet is virtually devoid of omega-3 fatty acids, which play a major role in cardiovascular disease, gut permeability, and mental health. Personally, I take omega-3s every night and iHerb is the best place for clean, natural sources of supplements. I love the ZenWise Omega-3 Fatty Acid Supplement, which is free of fish burps and good for the environment. Head on over to MaximalBeing.com slash iHerb, that's I-H-E-R-B, and enter the code B as in boy, D as in dog, B as in boy, 5528, and receive 10% off your orders for all supplements. Maximize your supplements with iHerb. Uh, I, was, I was out visiting Doc Mock, and uh, the place, we were at a little market, and they had a CBD, like, club soda. And uh, I was like, yeah, let's... You know, I know, you know, CBD is is not psychoactive, but, you know, I made fun with it and said I was going to get faded on some club soda, uh, mm-hmm. but I definitely didn't feel a difference. But I would say, um, and I could speak to it, you know, uh, with having, you know, chronic back pain and sickle cell um, that, you know, CBD uh, has actually been a, a fantastic substitute for the terrible opioids uh, out there. Um, I actually get a monthly massage uh for my lower back with c with cbd and um i'll be honest the mas- the first time i had it the massage wasn't that great the masseuse uh actually it wasn't the masseuse and it was great it was like i need 
like really, really firm pressure. And the, the person I was available said, listen, I don't do that. Right. Cause of my hands. So I was like, okay, fine. I'll still take the massage, but the CBD, I mean, during the day, I realized like, wow, my back feels like it's 22 again. Um, and you know, with sickle cell, uh, I've used, I mean, I've gone, I mean, I've ran the gamut of experimenting and testing and trying, you know, different alternatives to, uh, these medications that they pump you with, uh, especially when you're sick in the hospital. So I'm just, it's just good to know that we are hopefully, you know, and, and you can probably speak to this better than I, that we're starting to see a, a little bit of an evolution of one, the stigma and recognition of cannabis as a, I mean, I'd say, yeah, it's, it's a medicine, right? It's not, you know, you know, all this, you know, there's, there's stories I read the other day, you know, those, a, 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 a nurse at a hospital system near here that was actually prescribed medical marijuana by a doctor for the same hospital system that she worked for, but then again, fired. Yes, she did. For smoking, you know, know, for using, you know, so, um, uh, for using cannabis. So, you know, I, in, in your brain, you know, what, what do you see, you know, you've been, you know, you've been studying this for a long time. Like, do you feel that we're close or near like turning a corner with this? Um, I think we're going to turn a corner. I don't think it's imminent. Um, if you, if you sort of look back, you guys are a little bit young, but there's nobody my age that doesn't remember the two black iron skillets and the egg that says, this is your brain. Mm-hmm. And this is your brain on drugs, right? So that was a Nancy Reagan thing. And it was a masterful piece of marketing. I mean, it's something that you'll remember. I'll remember for my lifetime. And yeah. I bought into it hook, line, and sinker until I got old enough to really study it and understand that that was not valid. But, but that's the reason that cannabis got up in Schedule 1. And that's where it is. And we have been you know, rallying and protesting and and going to see our legislators for years and years and years to try and get this out. Now, Cory Booker and Chuck Schumer do have a bill in front now of the legislation that has begun um, to get a little bit of legs underneath it. And so that may help us. But I think what's happened is that people just don't think that can't believe that it's medicine because they've been told for so long. And especially my generation, you know, and those people who are using it now, they come in, they creep in and they sort of look around to make sure nobody can see them. And they're very nervous about coming in a dispensary because of all of this stigma. I think we're getting there. And I think one of the reasons we're getting there is the very fact, and you mentioned this is opioids. Um, I personally have gotten a number of people off of opioids with cannabis. It's not, it's not a come in, let's use cannabis and stop our opioids. It doesn't work that way. But um, there is a physician up in Maine named Dustin Sulak. And Dustin Sulak is probably one of the best written and published um, docs in the world, I would say. He's, he's really done a lot of things. And he's an integrative health doc. And you may know of him or know him and um, Doc Mock. But um, he is a person who has a program for reducing opioid intake. And you can either reduce it, you can actually in some instances replace it. Um, I've had a lot of people that get off of cigarettes because of cannabis. A lot of people stop drinking um, when they're using cannabis. But the way I do it with opioids is 
when somebody comes in and said, I just really can't stand this. And there's two reasons that people come in with um, um, opioid and want to change it, that it doesn't work anymore. And opioids actually are not acute illness. I mean, they're only acute illness. They're not chronic pain meds, um, although they do become chronic pain meds. And in particular in women will will continue to take opioids for very long periods of time. But um, they don't like that. And the side effects become untenable. You know, I can't tell you how many people have come in and said, I have been constipated for the last six years and I can't stand it anymore. And that's the big one with opioids because it does uh, cause you to have constipation. So you start them on on cannabis and generally it's a lot of CBD because it's an anti-inflammatory and they are trying to address pain. But we always put a piece of THC in there also because it potentiates the CBD. I always use, there's some terpenes that I really like. One is beta caryophyllin. Um, which is better for anxiety. Um, and you can get that in black pepper, for instance. So um, I use a little bit of beta caryophyllin because it's sort of a balanced terpene. And then I also use, um, there are terpenolines, there's uh, eucalyptine, there's things that you can use to distract people. So you start them on that and you leave them on their opioids, the same dose for a couple of weeks using the cannabis. It is not going to um, it doesn't build one on top of the other. It's not cumulative, the, the two um, um, medicines. So once we've gotten through a couple of weeks and they sort of feel a little bit better, I have them cut um, their uh, pills in half or in, in quarters. And I have them remove a quarter and then continue to take the cannabis and three quarters of their dose because we've removed a quarter. And then I have them two weeks later remove another quarter. So they're taking half. And then we continue down that path. Now, you'll either reduce them tremendously because THC and CBD together will potentiate the the, uh, opioids also. So you need less to get the same effect. And the other really nice thing is as you're getting off of your opioids, your withdrawal symptoms are mitigated by the cannabis. So it makes it fairly reasonable to do. You have to be able to stick with it. It's not going to be tonight. It's going to be six weeks from now when you take less and less. Um, so that wow. I, th- I think we're going to turn the corner. And I think one of the way uh, one of the reasons we're going to turn the corner is because more and more people who matter, like legislators and people who are the lawmakers, are seeing that their kids all of a sudden aren't taking opioids anymore. Their mother doesn't have arthritis pain, um, all of that. So um, it's I, I know we're getting close to time, but. Um, you know, we didn't talk about employment and that's something that's really important. And I did get in contact with this woman that was fired from Jefferson um, to talk to her because that's what my dissertation's on, but maybe we can do it again. Oh, I mean, I mean, absolutely. I think, I mean, there's one, we can fill seven hours talking about this, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, absolutely. We will, we will have you back. We, you for sure for a part two, um, because yeah, I agree, you know, especially coming out a long hospital stint of 10 days or 15 days and dealing with opioid withdrawal. I mean, it, I tell you firsthand. Yes. I mean, if they can get CBD into the hospitals and THC and adopt that, I mean, it will change a lot of lives, but you know, we've been here talking with Barbara about cannabis and THC and CBD and CBN. And I mean, they're just a limitless world and, and, medicinal, I'd say, you know, just aha moments for folks in their wellness that can, if with, of course, under the direction of a licensed 
and someone who knows what they're talking about, right? We always have to preface that, right? It's not like, hey, your 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 neighbor says, hey, I do this, for, I use this for my anxiety. You should do. Um, Barbara, thank you for joining us. We appreciate it. We're definitely going to have you back for part two, so we can talk more about this. Uh, Doc Mock, would you like to take us out? Haircut. Yeah. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Leave us a comment. We really uh, appreciate your support out there. And that's how we get the word out. If you want to ask Barbara or any of one of our wonderful guests or us some questions, email us at team at maximalbeing.com. And as always, I'm Doc Mock here with Jackie P and Barbara Ochester here to maximize your health. We'll see you next time. What's going on, Maximal Beings? Doc Mock here. If you haven't done so already, leave us a comment and hit the subscribe button. Let your friends and family know. That way we can get the word out and continue to bash the bro science.